baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Remind me to never follow Congressman Higgins again. Uh, it is really my pleasure to be back. And it is a beautiful, beautiful day. And uh, uh, I took a ride around before coming here. And, you know, I come and go. You're here all the time. And I think maybe uh, you, you take it a little for granted. But the progress is just breathtaking. I mean, every time I come back, there's something new. There's something inspirational. Uh, and it really is amazing. I want to thank uh, Congressman Higgins for that kind introduction. Uh, he actually, we hadn't spoken about it, but I had a conversation with uh, one of my daughters came home to visit her father from college. I'm at that stage now where you call up your kids and you say, please come home and visit me just once because they're off now in college. But one of them came home and uh, we were talking about Buffalo and she said, well, you know, what is... What is the thing that you did that was different, Dad, than uh, past governors? And I said, I believed in the people of Buffalo. And I was willing to invest state money in the vision of the people of Buffalo. Congressman Higgins has been talking about developing the waterfront as the asset and the mistakes that we made closing ourselves off from the waterfront. Robert Moses Parkway, et cetera. And he was exactly right. And he was talking about this before anyone was talking about it, literally in the country. Uh, and we just had the intelligence as a state government to come and help Congressman Higgins make his vision a reality. Uh, but the, the, our partners who are your local leaders, the mayor, Robert Joyer, Howard Zemsky, Congressman Higgins, Paul Deister, these are the people who really have brought Buffalo back. And let's give them a round of applause for the great, great work that they have done. And you know, to me, the, uh, I took a wake, walk out on that break wall, and you have to do that because it really is, it's a powerful place. Um, I was saying that we should come back and name it for someone and get it attention because we really have to get people to go out and see it. It's special when you go out uh, and you actually feel it. And it's part of the whole state park and it's next to Gallagher uh, Beach. So uh, the pieces are all coming together. Uh, but it's also a place that makes you think. And uh, Canal Side really does bring back so many memories and so many lessons. Uh, and I was thinking as I was walking out, you have a whole urban development story about Buffalo that has to be told. Robert Joy is exactly right. Baltimore was the national model on waterfront development. Everybody said, you have to go see Baltimore and see what they did in Baltimore, and you'll see how you can revitalize the city by revitalizing the waterfront. That model is now Buffalo. 
So there's an urban development story that the mayor should tell to mayors and Robert Joyer should tell uh, and Howard Zemsky should tell to the private sector about how you can actually help uh, partner with government that is possible. But there's also a life story in what has happened over the past six years and where we came from. And uh, I remember coming out as my first real encounter with Buffalo was through a fellow named Tim Russert. We were both working my, for my father. Tim was my father's press secretary. And uh, we would come out for Buffalo events, and he was, we were both in our mid-20s and single and had uh, energy and uh, weren't exactly wise <laughs> and made the mistakes that young people make. But uh, we spent a lot of time in Buffalo. And I was introduced to it through the eyes of Tim Russert. And I remember the impression of uh, a grayness about Buffalo, that there was a despair, a despondency in people, that everything was about the past. There wasn't enough optimism for the future. Everything about Buffalo was what was. And let me tell you about the old days. And nobody was talking about a vision to go forward. I remember Tim saying to me, uh, everybody leaves because you have to. Everybody leaves because you have to. And that was the impression I had from Buffalo. Year after year after year. And then you'd, 20 years, you'd come up with these half-baked plans to rebuild Buffalo. First, the waterfront was going to be Adelphia Towers, remember? Uh, and then the whole plan for the waterfront was a Bass Pro Shop. That was like a 10-year plan, Bass Pro Shop. I remember hearing when they, thinking when they announced the Bass Pro Shop, that's nice, a Bass Pro Shop is nice. I go to a Bass Pro Shop. Uh, but how many people fish? You know, can you really sustain an economy on a uh, Bass Pro Store? Uh, but that was the vision for the waterside, was a Bass Pro Shop. And it's sort of ironic now because nobody's noticed, but there's going to be a Bass Pro Shop in <laughs> Buffalo because they took over Cabela's and Cabela's is going to become a Bass Pro Shop. So we're going to have a Bass Pro Shop. And nobody noticed because you can't really build an economy around a Bass Pro Shop. Uh, but that was the whole vision. Meanwhile, Baltimore's reclaiming their waterfront and all these cities are doing these great things. Uh, but it wasn't, we didn't have the leadership and we didn't have the interest from the state and we didn't have the investment from the state. And I'm sorry to say that, but that went on for a long time. And what turned it around? Well, first, you didn't appreciate the stamina and the strength and the grit of the people of Buffalo. People of Buffalo don't quit. They believe in Buffalo, they love Buffalo, and they don't give up. You know, Buffalo is quintessential. <laughs> it is quintessential New York, you know. We're not fancy, we're fundamental. We believe in what we believe. We believe in the fundamental values, and we're tough, and we fight for it. And people were not giving up on Buffalo. Uh, and yeah, you had generations of young people who moved away because there wasn't enough there. But 
You have people who stayed and said, we're going to make Buffalo work, and we're going to rebuild Buffalo. And you had that fundamental commitment of people who just don't give up. You knock them down, they get back twice as strong. You had good people who came forward to lead the effort. Guys like Robert Joya, who don't need to do this, but just because they believe in the community. Like Howard Zemsky, like John Majori, like Byron Brown, like Mark Polenkars, like Tony Masiello, who said, I'm not giving up, and I'm going to get in there to help craft a plan, and I'm going to advocate. We then had a smart plan. Howard Zemsky, private sector partnership, they developed a smart plan with the mayor and the county executive. That plan on the Buffalo Billion on how to revitalize Buffalo made sense and it worked. And the proof is overwhelming. Robert Joyer said it's in all the numbers. Jobs are up. Jobs pay better wages. Home values are up. Home sales are up. And most importantly, young people are coming back to Buffalo for the first time in generations. Seventeen percent increase in people from 25 to 34, which means the future is now coming to you because they are the future. Canal side, five years ago, 150,000 visitors to Canal side. This year, 1.5 million visitors to Canal side. Just think about that. Tenfold increase, 1.5 million. City of Buffalo only has about 260,000 people. Six times the population of Buffalo has come to visit Canal Side. And what's most exciting is, as the mayor said, you ain't seen nothing yet. The best is yet to be. We have tasked the Buffalo Partnership to come up with phase two for the Buffalo Billion. They have to get me that plan in December. I'm going to put it in the state of the state for January. And that is going to be how do you take the success we have and the energy that we have, and now what is the next five-year plan to build on this energy? But the hard part was done. The hard part was getting started. The hard part was getting past the cynicism and the skepticism and getting the people of Buffalo to believe in Buffalo once again. That was the hard part, literally convincing the people of Buffalo that there is a future after all those years of broken promises. We have now, we have the energy with us, and I believe in positive synergy, just as the way there's a negative synergy, there's a positive synergy, and the momentum is with us. And ask Thurman Thomas about momentum. It's all about momentum. Once you get those legs moving and you get that body going forward, and you have those 200 pounds moving. I'm being nice under 200 pounds. You have those 200 pounds moving. Now the momentum is with you and the energy is with you. And the momentum is with us and the energy is with us. And that part plan is being developed. I urge you all to participate in it. I'm excited to get it. I'm excited to include it uh, in my plan for the state of the state. There's also a story that I read in the papers that I looked into that in some ways for me really captures what these past six years have been all about. 
uh, and captures not just the past six years, but the past 30 years. When I first came to Buffalo with Tim Russert to today, there's a family called the DeAngelis family, which owns a carousel that the father of the family, Dominic DeAngelis, uh, spent his life saving to buy a beautiful carousel. Uh, Dominic DeAngelis was an Italian-American immigrant, and he came and he loved the carousel. Uh, now, my grandfather came from Italy, uh, was a carpenter, and he loved carousels. Not because he loved going around in a circle. He loved the woodwork and the artistry of the carousel. Because the carousel, these are all carved wood horses from back then and chariots, etc. And it was an art form. One of the great carousel manufacturers was in North Tonawanda Spillman Carousel Company. And they made carousels which were really pieces of art that went all around the world. And Dominic DeAngelis finally bought one of these carousels and operated it in a state called Massachusetts. He passes away in 1952. And the family will not sell the carousel. They are committed to keeping their father's dream alive. And they keep this carousel. They don't have a lot of resources. They store the carousel under their home. All right, this is since 1952. They move it from place to place. They're trying to find funds to refurbish the carousel. They're trying to find a home. They can't do it. They move it out to Ohio to store it in a company out in Ohio. And since 1952, they're working on this dream to revitalize this carousel and find a new home for this carousel. And they would not give up. They would not give up. It was their father's dream. He loved it. And they would not give up. And there, the Went Foundation came forward from Buffalo and raised the funds to purchase the carousel. State of New York Dormitory Authority is going to pay $600,000 to re refurbish the carousel. So now we've acquired it. We've refurbished it but it doesn't yet have a home. And the question is, once it's refurbished, where does it go? That carousel belongs at Canalside because that carousel is a perfect metaphor for the past 30 years and the past six years. There was a dream of the beauty of Buffalo. We knew how beautiful it was when it shined. And we would not give up on the dream. We would not give up on the dream. For 30 years, we wouldn't give up on the dream. And some people moved away, but some people just held fast to the dream. And they believed, and they were smart, and they were competent, and that dream came to fruition. And Buffalo is shining in a way it hasn't shined in decades. And when we are done, it will shine brighter than it has ever shone before. When that carousel is rebuilt, it will be a better carousel than it ever was before. 
it should be the jewel on the top of the canal side crown. And it should be there as a monument to remind everyone, hold fast to your dreams because you can make them a reality. If you don't give up, if you surround yourself with a support structure of smart, loyal people, and you keep putting one foot in front of the other. We today, the state pledges $1.2 million as a challenge grant to It's a challenge grant to the, the Restoration Corporation to raise $1.2 million, which they say they can do. For $2.4 million, we can build a carousel house uh, at Canal Side. I don't want to tell uh, Robert Joya my opinion on where I think it should be cited. I think we should go through a, a legitimate citing study and process, but I think right next to Clinton's dish would be perfect. But I'm not saying anything. <laughs> but we'll get this done. We'll go forward with the next phase of the plan, and we're not going to stop until Buffalo is better and stronger than it has ever been before. And going through what we went through, we will be. We will be a stronger community for what we went through. Thank you, and God bless you. Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.